So I was a guest recently on Sunset News, so I just want to play this for you and let you guys listen to this. So here it is. And we are not on camera quite yet. We have a two-minute intro. As soon as we see it come up live, we'll start sharing it out.
sharing out a couple more groups. Almost done here. Whoops. How about that? All right. We're good to go there. Stinson. Stinson. Okay, I'm sorry. I had the wrong one. <laughs> I had you and Lori. I guess it was Lori's last name. I oh, yeah. Lori Root Riley and Nick Stinson. <laughs> we usually come together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the name Nicole Riley. They're one person. Yeah. <laughs> Two different bodies. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the effects of the lockdown and the effects that people are feeling and some of the current uh, news that might be out there. And so, Nicole, why don't you go ahead and take it away and, and just kind of, you know, you, you uh, just pretend this is your show right now and uh, tell us a little bit about your history and uh, how you, you know, how you got into this activism on uh, all your, your things that you're concerned about with the medical community, with the health of uh, your neighbors. Um, you know, what have you been hearing out there? You know, just over the last week, I've had people uh, passing away. I've had suicide accounts around the city of Des Moines. I've had people come and tell me that, oh, well, geez, my friend just hung himself yesterday. You know, and I know this, you know, the United States has about, you know, 48,000 uh, suicides a year, from what I understand. Uh, you know, in 2018 was around 48,000. But um, yeah, introduce yourself. Tell tell people, you know, and you know what you how you got into um, your field, and uh, you know, starting way back, like when you got into medical, and then kind of work your way through everything. Um, um well, I went into nursing uh, 23 years ago. I stopped, well, I'm still licensed. I'm licensed in the state of New York, but I stopped, I chose to stop practicing um, about six years ago when I, I, I actually stood up to the CDC. I think I still, I told the story on the last show, but um, the field itself is very corrupt. And when I stood up and did the right thing, it resulted in me, um, getting my name drugged through the, the mud, getting arrested in the field. And that's how the field runs now. That's how the field has run for quite a long time. It's, it's basically um, the insurance companies run it, and CDC dictates how it's run. CMS is the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Systems, and you know that's kind of the umbrella over top of all the insurance companies and they go hand in hand with the pharmaceutical companies. And so they, they all together dictate what 
goes on in all the facilities. So there is no longer medical judgment. There is no longer nursing judgment. You don't, you're just basically robots in all of these medical facilities. So you do what you're told, you put your head down and you truck forward. And you, you know this a little bit going in now, but when I went into the field, it wasn't like that. You still practiced, um, you know, using your judgment, using your heart, using your soul, um, caring for people. Uh, you still, you know, it was hands-on. And now it's just, it's robotic care and it's, you know, doing what you're told, even if it goes against what your gut tells you, even if it goes against what your soul tells you. And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing now. And people, these these people that are so brainwashed by the news can't comprehend why such a mass amount of people in the hospitals and the nursing homes and the doctor's offices would go along with this hoax and um, be recommending masks or be wearing masks or be believing that there is a virus or be recommending these tests or be telling you, yes, you should stay home in your house because you may be sick. Why would my doctor say this? Why would these nurses say this? Why would this nurse that I know claim that somebody did test positive for COVID in the hospital? Why would they go along with it? But this is why it's it's uh, the way that the field is run. If you don't go along with um, the narrative in the hospital, if you don't go along with the narrative as it comes down, when CDC sends out their directives, if the facility doesn't go along with them and write the policies and everyone follow the policies, then your um, Medicare and Medicaid funding gets cut off. And that's when everyone started saying, oh, my God, you're getting these huge amount of monies for the COVID diagnosis. This is the little tricks that they play. Sorry, I got to get rid of that notification. This is the little tricks that they've played for years and years. Well, nurses and doctors know this, but... Um, people that didn't know about it were shocked when they heard about it with this COVID, but it just is in the news right now. And it's out in mainstream media because of this hoax going on, but they've done this for years. They use monetary um, things and the insurance to bully you into doing whatever their agenda is at the time. And I used the flu vaccine as the example last time they used that bully tactic to push the vaccine in New York state telling all the staff you either have to wear a mask eight hour shifts 12 hour shifts all the time or take the flu vaccine in order to work just one of the many things that they do all the time so i stood up against one of their um agendas once decided not to go along with it and they labeled me uh gave me a mark against my license i got an arrest for it the mark went away it was it all you know, eventually took care of itself. But then I decided not to go back into the field because it's just, it's hard to work these long shifts when everything that you're doing goes against what you know is right. And the oaths that you take to do no harm, your entire shift is actually doing harm and you know it. Um, you know, you don't have the staff, you don't have the numbers to take care of the patients and do the things you're supposed to be doing. And they use the, you know... Another tactic that they use with uh, doctors and nurses is the, the student loan scam. They've been using this for years and years. This is how they bully you. Um, you know, you owe $100,000, $200,000 in student loans. So they keep your pay scale at just enough that they, they can um, 
keep you needing them. So you know that if you stand up against any of the nonsense that they're making you do, you can't risk losing that job because you need the just enough pay that they're giving you to make these student loan payments. And they always make sure that these pay scales across the board, and this happens all across the entire country, they pay these nurses and these doctors just enough to be able to, you know, hit the cost of living, make the student loan payments, and, you know, just get by. And this is how it goes across the entire healthcare field. So this is how you get a massive amount of these healthcare people across the country to play along with the hoax. It's like the greatest bullying that's occurred in the whole country. And I, I can't speak on behalf of um, every country in in the world, but I know in the UK, from t speaking to Kate Sheminari, the same thing occurs there. The same exact type of corruption occurs there with the bullying on down. So that's how it works here. Yeah. As far as the lockdown, what I can say is, Never in the history of the entire planet have they ever quarantined a healthy person. Um, so for anyone to believe this crap, you have to be completely brain dead. Anyone to go along with this, anyone to believe the social distancing nonsense. I did a, a live video the other day and I said, literally, take a drop of food coloring and put it in your mouth. Swish as much spit as you can and spit it as hard as you can. I mean, take all your might and spit it as hard as you can and mark where you're standing and then measure it. I don't care. You have to be Superman for that spit to go six feet. And that's if you believe the narrative that there might be a viral particle in one of those spit droplets, which is stupidity. Right. But that's not going to go six foot. And that would have to be the absolute perfect conditions. Like you have perfect strength there's no wind and that other person standing there perfectly with their mouth open and about to inhale it's stupidity but then you need to keep the six foot distance and wear the mask it's like somebody somewhere convinced everyone that this imaginary virus somehow got so strong that it can now get through a cloth mask six foot away and then i did a video today to just top it all off for these brainwashed people the people wearing the mask are getting sick i just had somebody complaining she wears a mask when she goes out because she feels it's socially responsible and keeps her six foot distance and now she's sick and has to go get tested had it scheduled but she wouldn't have got sick if everyone else would wear their masks and socially distance and this is the brainwashing that has been occurring and people aren't even catching on that they've lost all common sense. And they've, they've instilled such fear that people are just losing it. And this is why they're breaking everyone's will. And people are willing to just accept anything because they're in hopes that if I just accept it long enough, they'll give me normal back. And it's like you guys were talking about earlier. It's because they've caused this massive depression. And some people have result, have resorted to suicide, and other people are just resorting to um, this blind obedience in hopes that they'll get normalcy back. Because it's, it's one of the most abnormal things to cover up half of your face that is where your human interaction takes place. 
not only do you need the human interaction physically, like to have your body close to another human's body for your normal flora to interact, but for your energetic fields to interact with each other, but the human contact of flesh to flesh. I mean, in the nursing field, we knew this. In the medical field, we know this. But just human beings know this. You, you need to have touch. So they've been having people neglected from this because they've had people fooled into thinking they need to stay away from each other. But then to cover each other's face so you can't even have any interaction. You can't even interact by the facial expressions back and forth because just looking at each other's eyes isn't enough. You need the full facial expression. So people haven't had interaction at all because you can't really count this little bit of stuff that people are doing on the internet and count that the same as um, being in person with somebody. So people are losing all human interaction. So they're becoming desperate to have any kind of what they would consider normalcy back. So they're that much more willing to be obedient to whatever these things are. So they've completely broken their will. So this is just another ploy to get it where more people would be more accepting of this insane vaccine that's coming and the rest of their plot so um but you know along the way you are going to get people that um blind obedience isn't going to be good enough where their depression is going to hit a level where you know suicide seems to be a better option for them because you know you can't predict how somebody's depression symptoms are going to go and that's why you're seeing suicide hit this level but on another note with that depression is a funny thing where um Sometimes depression will manifest itself in anger, and people that have small children and are falling for this, well, we need to stay home, you're seeing more child abuse, which is going to result in, you know, children growing up with their own issues, so that's a whole other thing you can go into, but it's also resulting in... Um, increased alcoholism and people aren't talking about that and the services that used to be offered for people with alcohol problems have been cut off and you can't really um you know it used to be face-to-face -face meetings and things like that that they would offer for people that had alcohol problems and those things have been completely cut off i don't know if my phone here hang on a minute for these people and these one-on-one -on -one meetings, a lot of these places have closed up, so you've seen a lot of people with alcohol problems that have um, succumbed to their illness. And a lot of the suicides have been related to things like that, too. Or people have just gotten sicker and sicker in their illness and developed more chronic illness um, that started with their alcohol problems. So these lockdowns, people are so worried about a virus that doesn't even exist that in all reality really is just the flu not being tracked. And these people truly are just becoming heartless people that don't care about these other chronic illnesses that are truly, they're illnesses that affect the other people around them in a much worse way. Alcoholism, just as an example, since it's what I just spoke on, affects people around it, the person with it, in a much more severe way than the flu. One person with alcoholism, the effect that it can have on anyone, say they decide to drink and drive, or there are small children in the household of a person that's alcoholic. If they develop chronic long-term problems, the cost of that 
if they develop depression and anxiety, which is extremely common, they can develop personality disorders and other things that become chronic um, mental health disorders that can also lead to um, crime and other things that affect society around them. Those things don't happen with the flu, which is normally seven days tops and you recover. And that's all that this is. So you're trying to break humanity for the flu and people just won't open their eyes to this. And it, it's terrible because the people that are playing along with it, for anyone that is watching, if you're one of the people playing along with it, you're feeding into the cause of all the other people that are uh, that these things are happening to. You're one of the people that are pushing all the other people into this. If, if somebody has committed suicide and you're wearing a mask, you're part of the cause of that. If you are wearing a mask or you are socially distancing or you a mask at all, if you're wearing a mask at work, if you're wearing a mask anywhere, because you don't have to wear one ever, period. And if you don't believe me, get in touch with me. Get in touch with me and I will teach you how you don't have to ever. I've gone to court, to court for an arrest for speaking out during all this crap and I did not wear a mask. So if you don't believe me, get in touch with me. But if you're wearing a mask at any time whatsoever, you are an accomplice to this plot. So if anyone has committed suicide as an after effect of this nonsense, if anyone has, you know, worsened alcoholism or has started out with alcoholism, or any child has been abused, you are an accomplice to that. Just know that that is an absolute fact, period, and it can't be debated. And nobody can debate me on that. That's, people try to, but it's a fact. You People have to stand up against this. It's the only thing that can stop it, is if a mass amount of people stand up for themselves. And it's not just standing up against you know, a fake virus that they're, you know, it's the flu. It's standing up for the people, you know, like you guys were talking about depression. We've all had moments where we felt depressed. Imagine the people that are in absolute despair that actually get to the point of considering taking their lives or actually do take their lives because of the flu. I mean, just think of that sentence. And just know you as a person, you one individual as a person, each person who hears my voice, if you just stop going along with this and tell everyone that can hear your voice to also stop going along with it, think of the lives that you truly can save because there's not lives being lost to the flu any more than every other year. And that's going to never stop. That's happened since the beginning of creation and that's going to happen till the end. But people don't need to die of suicide. That we can truly stop. Yeah. That's my spiel. I, <laughs> I could ramble all night, so you need to let somebody else in to talk to. No, it was that's the way we do it. You know, we you're you're the uh, you were the special guest that we needed on the show tonight just to to, to get it started. And um, you know, how are you feeling about uh, your friends and neighbors right now? Are you getting feedback uh, from them on? You know, they know what you believe, you know, a lot of your friends and neighbors. Um, are you getting feedback from them? How are they handling their job situation where they force them to do certain things and now they're going to start having them force them to do certain things with vaccinations, paperwork being signed. Uh, there's going to be, you know, all that was already put out. Even they had it already. 
I mean, as soon as this this, thing, this the hoax came on, uh, boom, the, all the paperwork was already uh, written. All the uh, health code around the states was already written. They, they knew exactly what they were going to do because they prepared for what they call these FEMA emergencies for many years. Right. And so they have this legislation or code written uh, already. And that's why it came so fast. And, uh, in fact, Mark and I, we... Um, Mark, can you hear me better now? I can hear you completely. Okay, can you hear Nicole at all? Just faintly. Okay, I'll I'll just I'll uh, I'm I'll, loud. I'll coach you and uh, I mean basically she said it in a, a much more intelligent way than than I ever have the same thing I always have said. <laughs> right. Go ahead. No, she already said it. Oh, okay. And and, and so. I, I believe that the masks are are uh, uh, completely. Uh, out of line with what we need to be doing unless we are unless you're trying to protect yourself because you clearly and, and you should have been doing it before this particular virus uh, if you clearly have a faltering immune system you should have already been protecting yourself and otherwise all that we're doing is uh, is creating a tyrannical society governed by our betters, I guess. The rule makers are making the rules as they go up. The Constitution doesn't mean anything. It's not helping our health at all. And in fact, I believe that it's uh, it's counterproductive to our health, especially as we're going to find in the next year, two, three years, what we're doing to ourselves. But in particular, and I don't know if you talked about it uh, uh, specifically, what we're doing to our children, to me, is is awful beyond even the compliance to the state <laughs> learning to be compliant to the state uh we all used to be little rebels or many of us were we're not anymore we are as a as a society we are clearly the sheep that we aren't supposed to be we are com we are we are 80% plus compliant to the state, to public health bureaucrats, uh, to elected politicians that are that are uh, pushed and shoved around by a media that has no idea what it's talking about, but likes the hyperbolic uh, uh, news they throw out, news, uh, to uh, uh, to get us to watch again to see what the rate is of, of uh, COVID penetration and how many people might be in the hospital and so on and so forth. But what we're doing... and and I've said before on the show, as we, uh, as I take my nine-year-old grandson to school many mornings, I walk him up there, and I don't let him put on his his stupid little mask until he's at the door. Uh, and when I pick him up, I make him take it off immediately, and I explain to him why. Uh, but every single other person, child and adult, is masked up around that school, and. Um, uh, it is, it is amazing to me that nobody has looked into what this does, especially to the kids with uh, the, the, the health of their cells, uh, their organs that are still growing, the fact that they are breathing back in uh, and have no say about it, uh, their own poison, their own carbon dioxide, and that they are not allowing their 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 immune systems to to tackle this particular virus and so as we suppress their immune systems we make it more likely they're going to get sicker in the future uh to me this is evil it is misguided evil if it is even is misguided it could be by design hell i think there's a lot by design going on out there as our as our rule makers are uh being uh, uh led by the people behind the curtains who have uh have certain aims in mind uh, that uh, uh, 
uh, I guess we're going to go along with, and that is compliance to government, ever bigger government, and eventually global government. I believe we're well on our way. Most definitely. You know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Did you hear all that, Nicole, by chance? I did. Did you hear him? I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll interject Uh-oh, a little bit. she's not coming through now. Now I can't hear her at all. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm still. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, did you hear? Whoops, did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, sorry about that. Did you hear Mark's uh, I did. statement? I did. And I'll just say that, like, a huge, a huge part, like, actually, what led to my arrest during all of my activism during all this, the riot charge I got was um, exposing the corruption at our local school. And, um,. I'll let everyone know, for anyone that is watching this, you can, anyone, you don't need any degree and you don't need any, um, any, anything to homeschool your children at any given time at all. Anyone can homeschool their children and it doesn't require, um, it's not the same as the public school. So how public school your child goes in at a certain hour, gets out at a certain hour, they can do six hours a day. They have a required number of hours per year. It's not the same as that. It's way easier. It's way more laid back. You dictate how it's done. And anyone can do it. Everyone in the continental United States, outside the continental United States too, but within this country, if you need help with any state that you're in, get in touch with me and I will help you. This is what I've been doing since the beginning of this, helping people get their letters of intent and helping people unschool their children and start homeschooling. I do it around the clock for people all the time, so get in touch with me. But these public schools, and nobody can debate me on this either, this is straight child abuse, what they're doing to these children. And this has been my absolute mission because these children are gifts given to us. When, when, when you conceive a child, that's a gift you're given. You're entrusted by the Most High with this child to raise them and care for them. And anyone that thinks that your responsibility with this child is to just physically get them, you know, washed, dressed, fed, clothed, and sheltered, then you're an idiot. You're responsible for their emotional well-being, their spiritual well-being, their physical well-being, their entire being you're responsible for. And so if you're if you're allowing anyone to harm any bit of that, then shame on you. And these mandates are fallacies. Every bit of them are fallacies. And these schools going along with recommendations, shame on them. They're child abusers. These teachers are paid child abusers. These principals are paid child abusers because they went along with recommendations, not laws, to put these children through ritualized, institutionalized child abuse. Children should not be made to distance themselves from each other and taught that that's normal. Children should never, ever have a mask on their face. Ever. There's never a time that that's normal at all. And I'll tell you what the human body does if you consistently put it in a hypoxic state, which means low oxygen, or a hypercapnic state, which means um, high carbon dioxide, and it doesn't take long periods of time of this This will go for a child, too. It won't happen as fast in a child as an older person. 
meaning like 40 or older like myself. But if you chronically have these face masks on, and this is why they listed thicker blood as one of the symptoms of COVID-19, which is not a real illness, it's just the name of this hoax, what will happen in your body, and for anyone that's questioning how I know this, not only am I a registered nurse for the last 23 years, I have my bachelor's degree, I hold three specialty certificates in the healthcare field, and I'm three credits shy of my nurse practitioner. I'm not trying to boast, but I do have enough knowledge to know these things. If you chronically put your body in a hypoxic state or a hypercapnic state, which one and the same, basically, they can't. you can't have one without the other, but if you're chronically wearing this mask, you basically have both, hypoxia and hypercapnia. If you chronically do that, your body is like this beautiful machine that will try to correct itself. If you do stupid things to it, it will try to make up for it and fix itself. So you're being stupid and putting this mask on and causing that. Your body's going to be like, what's going on here? I got to do something about this. Why don't I have enough oxygen all the time? What can I do to fix this? How your body will get more oxygen if it's not getting it by breathing is... The red blood cells are what carry oxygen around your body. So your body will start to produce more red blood cells thinking that it's going to start carrying more oxygen around. So now your body's going to have an excess of red blood cells. So this will happen in kids, but what kids have is the ability to like filter stuff out faster than we do. So luckily, it, they won't have the clotting problem as fast as we will as older people. But with excess red blood cells, especially more sedentary like a lot of us are now that they have us all addicted to facebook and addicted to all of these technology they'll, they'll you have a risk for clots especially in uh, spots like where your arm bends uh where your knee bends and then when you actually do get up and get active those clots have a chance to let loose and that's where you get things that are called pe which is a clot in your lung or when you people get CVAs, which is a stroke where the clot went up to your brain. And this is why they say thickened blood or where they said that they did those autopsies in Italy and they saw that everyone had clots and you should take aspirin to prevent COVID-19. You should not take aspirin to prevent a fake illness. Everyone had thick blood because they were all wearing masks all the time. They had a byproduct of wearing masks all the time. They had thick blood from being chronically hypercapnic, and this is what's happening to people, and nobody's connecting these dots, period. So by chronically abusing these children, we're putting them at risk in these schools of this chronic health problem. And some of these small kids I know ha already have some chronic health problems like diabetic, which is a problem in your blood also, or sickle cell children that have problems in their blood. And you're going to do this stupid crap to them, like put masks on them in these schools. That kind of crap that pisses me off to no end. And this is why I started to advocate for the children the most. And this stupid plot, they come at the weakest. In case people haven't noticed, they've gone at the schools and they went at the nursing home. First and foremost, you know, they're the ones they want to vaccinate first. They're the ones they want to um, come at. Where, 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 what can we do about the va vaccination? Or uh, not the vaccination. I don't know why I got an echo. Uh, audio problems today. Well, Nicole, uh, what about... So, are you hearing feedback, feedback from the from your? I got feedback now. I can't hear. Yeah, me too. 
Oh well, I apologize. All right, I'm going to cut it off there. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you on the next podcast.